Shit's so fucking weird, isn't it? Like babies and life. Just and life's stuff. weird. It is odd. I don't even know what we're doing here. I don't know, Gareth. I know no. none the wiser than I. I'm more confused now than I was when I was three. It's mad because you think if someone gave you the keys to their Ferrari and said, "Yeah, I'll drive, I'll park that," you'd go, "Not a fucking chance, mate. I'm not going anywhere near it." You're having a laugh on you. Yeah, they'll trust you with a kid. <laughs> and life in general. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to What Aff. My name's Gareth Ike. That man on the other side, with always looking sort of sharp hair-wise, is... Oh, Richard Willett. Sorry. I've, um... Richard Willett. Um, yeah. Just... Um... Oh, wait a minute. I've got some sleeping. We got off I... to a good start there, and then we went down yeah. quite quickly, didn't we? Let me just make the cup of tea. If you head over to supremecbd.uk... You can use the code WTAF and you get 40% off all the products. They're already one of, if not the most affordable CBD brands on the market. Um, and that extra 4% is just wow. Wow. Well, a 4% is is one more percent than three and four more percent than none. So well, it's 40%, four zero, mate. Oh, 40, of course it is, 40%. It's insane. I mean, oh, the figures. Well, oh. yeah. Oh. So much right. more upbeat, Gareth, from, la- from last week's one. Um, I don't know how there is, though. Honestly, I'm so tired at the moment. I, th- I think like, it's called just... manic depression, Gareth. I think it might it's be. Bipolar. <laughs> yeah, I got up this morning um, to make myself a coffee and there was none. And you're just mocking me now because that's your second cup. We've it spoken is. off air. Yeah, sorry. Um, and I'm drinking tea, which is not, it's just not the same. It's not the same. It doesn't give you that kick, is it? It's like acid as next to yeah. morphine it's quite a nice cup of tea to be fair but it's not gonna it's not gonna make me manic no and that's what you want you want to crash at three o'clock what, in the afternoon yeah i think that's what people sort of have, have learned to love about the podcast is just the sheer manic kind of nature of it like a fly in a greenhouse who knows what's happening everybody that no one knows what's happening and, and sometimes it's hard to stay away from the, the depressing stories i bought a new heater and it's burning my leg Sorry, oh, shit. See, I'm in the sun. Like it is um, <clears throat> double page spread. Now I'm in the sun. It is like it is so bright here. I've got. I've had to get the. Look, let me show you. You right, mate? Oh wow! Uh, Look at that. Crazy. So nice, I was, I was, it's beautiful out there. Yeah. I'm gonna have an ice bath after we finish. It's literally like all the fields are white, and the sky is grey. No, it's not. It's really. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. It's a beautiful day in Derbyshire. You should come visit. Oh uh, yeah. Don't you visit Derbyshire.uk. <laughs> Use the code. WTAF, you can stay at my house. You can stay at my house. That's a good. That's not a bad. Like if Airbnb goes tits up, we could just start a company called You Can Stay at My House. Just stay at my house. I watched a film last night with Gemma. Actually, we we basically got into just watching stuff again. We used to do it all the time, and so we watched the Forget Me Not series, which was really really good. But we were staying. It's, honestly, it's addictive. We were staying up till like half two. Oh yeah. My alarm's going up at six. So like, what are you thinking? Because like, I want to see what happens. And then last night we watched a film with Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. I do like Ethan Hawke as an actor from the old days of like reality bites and stuff like that. Um, and Before Sunrise, which is my favourite film. And it was really, it was like, I think it was the day, what was it like Forget the World or the day, 
something like that. It was like basically like an end of end of world, like apocalyptic sort of thing. Like there's this huge cyber attack takes everything down, and it's getting to this point where there's this like war kicking off, blah blah. But one of the kids is I'm giving the whole storyline away, but it it basically ends with a kid breaking into a neighbor's bunker, like um, a rich person's bunker. Um, a Zuckerberg style bunker and watching the last episode of Friends because she wants to know what happens between Ross and Rachel before the world blows up and it just ends with her smiling looking at it and then the credits and me and Jeremy just went that's not the end no it can't be no that's the end oh. and it's like alright oh, well there must be a sequel then they're lining up and she went no, and she googled it and said no there's no plans to create a sequel it's like <laughs> that's like the end of Unbreakable <laughs> You know, when you realise that actually Bruce Willis has got these powers and he finds the kid who's tied to the radiator, saves the kid, and you're like, mate, Bruce Willis is going to go to... Oh, it's the credits. Yeah. <laughs> I've sat through a load of shit yeah. to get you... to the good bit, and they've gone... Oh, they did do, a, did do a sequel, though, called Shattered to that. Shattered, they did, yeah. Not and wasn't there a prequel as well? I believe there is. Well, that might have been the prequel, actually, Shattered. I think that's the prequel, actually. That's about the uh, Samuel Jackson guy, his superpower. Um, that's pretty good, actually. It's worth yeah, that one is good. Yeah, and there's the, there's another one with a real big actor. I can't remember his name. Can't remember. Big in size or big in people knowing? Big in big in stature and um, both physically and you know within society <laughs> and Hollywood in general, I believe. Well, it's not um, not hard in, over that place. is It's a scary place. They've taken totally changing the subject, but you might find it amusing. They've taken the, the Christmas lights off of the church in my village, right? So when we came back from the Isle of Wight um, to have New Year's here, they kept the lights up and I, and they look cool, like these big lights coming out the top of the, of the steeple. And I thought, oh, maybe they'll leave it for New Year then. And then they left it like another week or whatever, but they've taken it down now. But as I was driving into the village, I had Law in the back of the car, right? And I'm there driving. I went, oh, wow, Law, look at those lights on the top of the church, right? She went, God is the light. Oh, mate. Did her head spin? Oh, my God. God Where, delight, where'd right? you get that from? Well, I'm guessing because they've been learning about Christmas, haven't they, at school and, and all this sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but there's a level. There's like God is, it, God is the light. There's a level of, like, you kind of would expect he's probably gone up into the heavens with the donkey. That's the sort of thing you probably expect, not God is the light. Whispered. God is the light. From What's the funny is like, when, I, when I told Gemma about it, I was laughing, like not in a mocking her way because it's dead cute. But I was like, you know, she said, she said, you know, didn't you, Law? You said like, you know, God is the light. And she went, yeah, but he is. <laughs> Reiterated it. Yeah, but he is. No. All right, mate. Are you sure it's a school that what she's going to? Like, it's not a convent, yeah. is it? Yeah, I think it's a killer drive. I have to send her down to Waco to go to school every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bet they've got tunnels there. And I say, oh, mate. to the first one. Do you know any stories about tunnels? Which I love really... a tunnel. I absolutely tunnel. I, I'm going to do a a, um, a documentary where I, for, for Iconic, where I go underground with a pair of night vision goggles on and call it tunnel vision. And oh, I'm, mate. Mm, and I'm going there and having a look at all these tunnels. So obviously we can't not cover this because we were talking about this group, myself and a few other researchers, um, for the last sort of maybe five six months, Habad Lubavitch, great name, a bunch of weirdos. That um, and I think I'm okay to say that now, considering we've found a tunnel underneath their headquarters in Brooklyn, a tunnel that is sixty foot 
deep. It's not deep, sorry, 60 foot. Long. What, long, that's what I'm looking for, long. Um, 60 foot long, and it's 8 foot wide, so some, some quite fat people getting down there. It's like, like, you know when the ball comes out of the bowling alley and it comes up the other end, and you think, oh, it's only just going to get through there. That was That's a bit what it's like. Well, you need there. to be able to fit a bloodstained mattress up there, didn't you? That's the, the, the oh, main Oh, man. I mean, it's a bloodstained mattress or a... F- and then there's a, a high chip, like a, you know, a carry, carry cot in there. I mean, we've been talking about these guys. So, guys, if you don't know who these are, these are a messianic cult that are very extremely orthodox. But it's beyond orthodox. They, look in, they read the Talmud, the Zohar and the Kabbalah. We've been talking about these a long time because they're connected... Not just connected, more than likely they're overseeing Putin, Netanyahu, Zelensky, Malay. Is that his name? Malay? Yeah, the RG, RG Bargy. Yeah. And RFK um, Jr. They're all connected, or all it appears to be they're all kind of controlled by this group. Um, and they follow the Kabbalah and the world to come and the Solomon's Temple and all that stuff that I constantly talk about, even in my sleep. But this was in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. New York building offers um, officials have issued emergency works orders to stabilise a historic synagogue. This is putting it nicely. And its neighbouring structures after an illicit underground tunnel was discovered at the sanctuary. An illicit. I mean, guys, come on. I mean, how more obvious can it Well, didn't they say be? something ridiculous like, oh, yeah, they, they dug it out um, so that they could practice, you know, their religion during COVID lockdowns? That was their excuse. I mean, because it's not bored out by hand, is it? Well, that's it. How do you bore that out? It's a proper structure, isn't it? 60 yeah. metres or 60 foot. They didn't Shawshank their way in. Honestly, mate, having, having like done all these walks that I'm doing, we go down like lead mines and all this stuff. I'm going down three lead mines tomorrow. I might not be here for what I have next week. I might be trapped <laughs> underground like a Chilean. Um, of Orthodox Jews. Yeah, but, um, but when you learn like how far these people got per day, by boring their way, I mean it's it's mad. It's like we, an eight-hour shift yeah. of two men was like a foot and a half. I know. Do you remember we went to the the mines in Wales? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. amazing. That was probably my favourite one. And there were like kids down there, and they were getting like f- f- inches, like in weeks. Yeah. yeah, and you think, but we're supposed to believe that during lockdowns they were just just you know all hands on deck. They're not dressed for it either. They're not dressed for it, no. You go, oh, I don't want to wear this hat. Keeps getting caught in there. I've got it wedged in there. This satin hat that I keep wearing. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, I looked into this. I'm looking into this a lot more at the moment because, um, well, it's important and it, and it actually connects to Epstein and all the New Mexico ranch. And actually, there is tunnels from in Brooklyn, um, all over Brooklyn, all over New York. But one of them goes from Columbia University that used to be one of the buildings in a sane asylum. Um, and that goes all the way to another building, and that's where they had... Guess what they had down there? I found this out yesterday. They had a particle accelerator down there, just for a laugh, like CERN, underneath uh, an insane asylum. Um, a particle accelerator, that was later on, during World War Two. and that particle accelerator was um, one of the elements of the atomic bomb of the Manhattan Project, thus it's called Manhattan. Um and that connects to Epstein because Manhattan Project is only about an hour and a half away from his New Mexico ranch where they launched the new... I mean, it's all connected, mate, under these tunnels. And it comes back to this Habad Lubavitch guy. So we're doing a do, lot do of research think, on this. Do you think Epstein's dead? No. 
Absolutely. No, don't. I don't either. I think there's I underground either. cities all over the place, and I don't think he's dead, and I don't think many of these famous people are dead. I think they're waiting for the world to come, and they're living in underground cities. And as absurd as that sounds, we keep we keep being proven right, like your dad has been for the last 30 years. There's something going on here, guys. And look, we were, my, myself and Christopher John Beotlis, um were dissecting and um, the paintings from people like, uh, Maria Farmer and Juliet Bryant, and you can see it on my Twitter X thing. Um, and the symbology with the Kabbalah is spot on. I mean, it's it's freaky. And the actual reptilian-y type being that you saw Epstein shift into at Zorro Ranch, which is only about, again, 160 miles from Dulce Base, or Dulce Base, where Phil Schneider went down and saw lots of reptilian-type aliens. These things are connected. They're all connected in the New Mexico um, desert, I suppose. It's honestly, mate, it, it all comes together so well. And these Chabad tunnels are what they do because they believe that the world will flip over. So they believe that so above as below sounds like the sky coming down, doesn't it? But it's not so above as below. As below means the seven levels of hell that they'll flip like an hourglass in the world to come, mate, it's it's insane, and this is their do, belief do you system. Believe because a lot of people believe in the hollow earth, don't they? Mm. That's where that whole Antarctica thing comes in. I believe it's connected, like in terms of mythology. I'm not saying it actually. Yeah, because you know, Lord of the Rings connected. and all that sort of stuff, the Battle yeah. for Middle Earth and all this kind of stuff. You know, they do always tell you. It's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's early on a Saturday, but for it's that. interesting. <laughs> well, this this is why my mind goes. No, I can't do normal stuff. This is why I can't do my driving lesson, my driving test, because I'm sitting there going, I can't get the 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 code, like the 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 book in my head of the of the driving code, whatever you call it. But I can highway remember code. highway code. That's it. Can't remember what it's called. But I can remember this shit. I can't do both. Yeah. Maybe, maybe just go in and say, look, we'll barter. You know yeah. where if you if, like if you can't afford, you don't have any cash. And your cards aren't working, so maybe you, you you know at a restaurant you maybe offer your watch. Do that if you go in for your theory and you're struggling, and they go, "I'm sorry, that's a fail." Just go look. I'll give you some sort of you know Denver Airport underground tunnel knowledge. You give me a pass. Mm. You're you're more popular at, at parties now, <laughs> and I can drive. Yeah. So everyone wins. Why don't we do exactly. that? And I can draw. What about the old lady that got run over? She'd have died of COVID anyway. She was. Um, I think she was digging a tunnel. I heard something. Like Almost certainly, I yeah. saw her. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember that stuff. Normal world is gone. So, there you go, guys. That's been in my head all morning. Um, you, now it's in yours. So, um, Yemen. <clears throat> all right, mate. And that's not Bob Marley. All right. Um, so Yemen has been bombed by Saudi Arabia with British weapons and American weapons for decades now, killing, officially killing almost 400,000 civilians. So they've kind of, you know, Israel with the massacre that they've perpetuated and continue to perpetuate in Gaza has almost emboldened all these bastards now to not really care. What, what happens? South Africa says something, you go with a load of lawyers in wigs and they get you off, cheers, not bothered then. So they've kind of opened the floodgates now. So Sunak, who looks like Roland Rat from, from children's television in the UK, um, has basically just gone, yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. 
so in the last sort of few days we've we've bombed yemen because they've not been bombed enough um and also he's handed another 2.5 billion and that's just what they admit they've given another 2.5 billion to the green primark tracksuit in ukraine all without any conversation with parliament or all, all without any conversation with the public why is there not a referendum on stuff like that that make that that is insane they will go in and have a vote on things that are largely irrelevant but they won't have a vote on whether they're going to send people to go and bomb other people or whether they're going to hand taxpayers money bear in mind this country skint everywhere all over it you look around everything's closed down libraries closed down youth projects mm. you know when i was working with the arts council that stuff was killed by rona you can't you can't do anything now there's no money no. you can't set up projects to to help kids and stuff they're not bothered about it but he can just go, oh, it's, a, it's another 2.5 billion. It's like Monopoly money to him, isn't it? Yeah, it's another, not real. Another 2.5 billion. Real. All right, yeah. well, what happened to the last 2.5 billion? Because I've not seen anything for it apart from a load of dead Ukrainians. Well, there's this lot will go on the same pattern, isn't is that, it? It'll, it'll, is there any left? Is there any Ukrainian fighting age left? Because they're getting absolutely massacred. And, like, you know, there's been people exposing that, people like Gonzalo um, Lero, who exposed it, who's an American, who who then was arrested by Zelensky for criticising him because he's, he is a fucking toddler, isn't he? Zelensky oh, yeah, he's just yeah. a little fucking toddler. Yeah. So he so he throws his toys out the pram like he does. And he's just died in cap, in, in, in a prison in Ukraine. Um, not really hearing any condemnation from the West about that or Joe Biden about an American journalist basically being starved to death and tortured to death in Ukraine. I've heard much about that. He's too busy sniffing people again. Um, and so... Then um, Starmer, who's the next prime minister of the UK, don't even need a fucking crystal ball for that. He just is. He came out um, along with the Liberal Democrats saying that there should have been a vote on the bombing of Yemen, Yemen and all that sort of stuff. And I'm looking at it. I'm going, that's true. Of course, they should have been, you know. But you are just virtue signaling there, Starmer, yeah. because the reason the UK is bombing Yemen is for Israel. Of course it is. And you're owned by Israel, mm -hmm. Starmer. Up to your fucking neck in it, son. And and so the idea that he would have ever said no to it, of course he would agree to it. But the fact that he wasn't offered a vote means he gets to virtue signal. He gets to be, you know, oh, that's why we needed to vote Labour, as if anything would change. Do you it's know just what I mean? a ridiculous but, psychological game, and it's so It is a poor. game, yeah. People really are dying. Poor. But it is a game to them. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's literally just chess pieces. They don't give a shit. No. It's, it's, it's Ron Weasley playing wizards chess and they don't give a give a shit about about the collateral damage that goes with it just not bothered no because they've been told all their life that they are special they don't they're too dumb to realize that they're they're going to get chucked over the, underneath the bus eventually um very very quickly um and yeah they're, they're psychopaths but again as you well, say they are, yeah. i mean what what would you say stops this for me it's it's as your dad says it's non-compliance i ain't going to war no absolutely that's the thing i mean i remember some um guy from a charity a, a veterans charity having a go at me years ago because i was like and i wasn't even calling out veterans i've got loads of mates that are veterans um but it was like there has to become in the end some accountability where you go at the end of the day no soldiers no army no war right mm -hmm. that sounds dead basic like a, a three chord beatles song but it but it's true it's true like, right boys we're going Oh, there is no soldiers. All right, then. So if people stop, stop agreeing to do it, or at least, you know, when they're sent into a certain place, like, it's different. If if, if Britain was being invaded, 
that's different. Fucking is to be fair, but if yeah. it was being invaded, you know, by armed people, I would take up arms and defend my family, my my country, and my my way of life. I think most people would, but that's not what what's happening. And so if you're so if you sign up to the army and you go right, okay, my job is to defend the the United Kingdom. All right, well I'm I'm not going to go and and go and blow up some Muslims two thousand miles away then. No, well, the psychology is well, it's like a football team. You don't stick the defences in at the front by nature of what it is. It's not an attack. An attacker and a defender can't be the same thing. You can't do both. You can't yeah. sit back and go forward at the same time. You, it's impossible. So well, they changed obviously. the name, didn't they? They changed the name to as a sleight of hand. So it wasn't that long ago that the, that the Department of Defence and the Ministry of Defence in the UK was called the Ministry of War and the Department of War. That that was more that was that was at least more honest. Yeah. Because that's what it is. But they went, oh, that doesn't, that, that doesn't actually sound, the optics don't look good on that, actually. <laughs> we'll call it defence. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do is fullbacks. It, it's, um, yeah, uh, as you say. So those, okay, 2.5 million has been given to Ukraine. Okay, whatever that means in Monopoly money or billion, sorry. A couple of Pe- But people still don't have to do the act. Just go, I ain't doing it. Yeah. You're not doing it? You're not doing it. Let's all agree not to do it. And then that doesn't happen. So it nothing happens unless people do it. And that's right. probably why Nike's bloody thing is just do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's the thing. Like we, we talk about democracy, like in the UK, we're one of the world's oldest democracies. And the United States, you know, like freedom, love the flag and all that sort of stuff. Right. They, they build their whole thing on democracy. And so then we look at other countries that don't have that, like your North Koreas or whatever, um, and, you know, Russia to a certain degree. And you go, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're lower than us. And actually, we, we should have the, the people in those countries should be protesting for democracy. And so Soros's money goes into all these different countries to, to, you know, to undermine what's going on there. And you have these color revolutions and they put in their puppet and all this kind of stuff. And no one's actually looking inward instead of instead maybe of going they should be protesting in Iran, they should be protesting in North Korea. Have a look at yourself and your own country. Joe Biden is a senile old fucking man who blatantly was put in power, not that he's in power, but through a uh, election fraud. I mean, that was just a freaking joke. Mm. But let's pretend, okay, we'll ignore that one then. Well, let's say the UK. Sunak wasn't voted for by anyone. The head of, of Great Britain is unelected. All right. So how's your democracy? The head of Scotland, the first minister of Scotland is unelected. How's your democracy? Well, no one's protesting that. They should be protesting. No one voted for, for Sunak. Literally no one. This this guy is giving away taxpayer money. This guy is bombing children in Yemen in our fucking name. I don't vote for him. No one voted for him. And and then and then you can go up then into the royal family. We, you know, it's all overseen by Charles, I'm not having it that the royals are um, are basically like an ornament. I don't believe that for a minute. They still not. wield some form of power. No one voted for them either. So this world's oldest democracy stuff is absolute bullshit. Yeah. Absolute and bullshit. We're in a dictatorship. Of course we are. And at least these other countries are, are honest about it. We're no different. And there isn't any democracy in the fact that people like the Alex Jones of the world still bang on at the political level about Trump this, Trump that. You know better, obviously, because even Arthur knows better. He's three. There yeah. is no vote. There is no democracy. It never existed. Maybe certain on a smaller scale in the early 1900s, possibly, but certainly not in any, any form 
for the last 30 plus years and no. and it doesn't matter so it's theatre going around and around and around again and they're laughing at everybody so it, until we get past that how are we going to get into there's tunnels under the New Mexico um, yeah. border and there's tunnels here and there's kids missing and there's 480,000 children missing in America each year we're not even getting anywhere near that if we're still bloody voting well this is the thing and um I, th I think it comes from a position of desperation from people. I think people are tired and they're worn out and they really want a hero because I'm tired and I want someone to come in on a white horse. And if it happens to be a guy with, with big fucking orange hair, then uh, that's fine by me. Um, and, oh, no, no, R RFK Jr. No, he's, he's going to save us. Oh, no, Elon Musk. No, he's going to save us. And it's like when you say to them, as my dad often does and gets backlash for it, these don't these people are not there to save you. We need to save ourselves. People see that as a bad thing. Oh, fuck, you know, you're so fucking negative and you're so, you know, there's no answers and all this sort of shit. And they feel like you're kicking them in the face when actually what you're saying is a good thing. Because mm. I don't know about you, Rich, but if, if, if I need something to happen and I've got two choices, one is I'm responsible on someone I don't know who's a multi-billionaire to come and save me or sort it yourself, son. Well, I'm obviously going to sort it myself then. Because I'm I'm responsible for that. But I'm in charge word, of that. That's a good thing. Like people see that as a negative. No, that's a good thing. That's that's a good thing. You're in charge of it. But that's the key word, responsible. They don't want responsible. They don't. People don't want to be responsible. They want to have it done for them. Oh, and God. actually, the real straight, the real sad thing is actually the responsible thing is the easiest thing to do. Don't comply. Just do not do what they tell you to do. So yeah. you're not actually doing anything. It's the lack of doing stuff is the issue. So if you want to be lazy, it's the perfect solution. Just go, fuck it. Stick me in a jail then. I'm not doing Well, that's it. the thing. You, you live, live your life. In a way. So you look at the way the world is and the way that you want the world to be. And you go, right, okay, well, this is how I want the world to be. So what I'm going to do, this is what these people do. What I'm going to do is I'm going to live in the same shit world. I'm going to act in the same shit way. I'm going to do the same shit stuff until someone comes along and makes it better. Okay, why not just live better? And then you do that. And okay, well, there's a, there's a bigger percentage of the world living better now. And then other people do it. And other people see you doing it and then go, oh, that's a much better way to live. And, blah, 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 blah. and then all of a sudden, the, the pendulum swings the other way. And all you had to do was just act the way that you want the world to be anyway. Which is what Jesus apparently said. I mean, I don't agree he existed, but you can't, you can't deny, <laughs> you can't, you can't deny the words of um, do unto others. You have them do unto you. God is the light. <laughs> I think it's a very good point, and um, well, of course it is a very good point. And until that actually happens, and that psychological shift i don't believe in uh, maybe it's a spiritual one i don't know but psychological shift at the very least happens this is going to continue and continue yeah. it will yeah go on I'm, I'm trying to make the, the the choice to be better and live better and i mean i don't comply with bollocks anyway like i, I haven't done since i was a kid like just no interest in in complying with shit yeah. just because someone in a suit told me to do something i didn't want to do no you're right mate um, and, and in the end, you know, fortune favours the brave, like not fortune, I'm skint, but like metaphorically, it favours the brave in the sense that, you know, we we were on in some people's eyes courageous in 2020. And now look at it. 
Yeah. Now, now look at all the facts coming out. All the all the deaths with the jabs. All all the bullshit of Rona. All everyone now jumping on it. And it's like, dude, like we were saying that three years ago, and when people were calling us granny killers, we could have quite easily gone, oh, I don't want to be called a granny killer in the same way, like, I don't want to be called an anti-Semite. So you then just cow, cow down and bow. Fuck yeah. that. And in the end, we were, we were, you know, we were shown to, to have made the right decision, as I would imagine 99% of people listening to this were as well. It took courage to do it. And what happened? You won. And that's why this this podcast, I think, was so popular because we were one of the very few people during that time. And I think this is a great kind of thing to look back on. I mean, the, the episodes, I think we've done nearly 100 episodes of this. To, to look back on and go, they covered all of that. So that's kind of an amazing um, documentary of all of that when we're sitting there and these things are happening. And the same with the Habad Lubavitch thing. It's, oh, you're anti-Semitic. One, they're not Semitic, they're Ashkenazi, so that doesn't even make any sense. Um, and I'll come back with them. I don't care what you say. Because now we've found tunnels. And a few months ago, we were talking about that. And why do you think that they've suddenly started to come out and into the news? Because people were prodding. They're going, look over here, look over here. You can't ignore it eventually. So not only you'll be brave, but when you pass on to the next place, I want to know, the one thing I want to know is that I didn't kowtow for it and I did what I thought was right. My intentions were good. And I don't care about the rest because I can only control what I'm doing. But I want yeah. to control what I'm doing. As again, to say it's responsibility. I'll do my bit, then I'll go wherever we go next. Skeggy. <laughs> Not far from there now. Don't know what that means. Metaphorically, might mean that. Yeah, yeah it got long left. Go on then. What's your next WhatsApp? Um, let's have a look. Um, have you seen this? Um, so, this was a video, and this is some of this stuff that's coming out is so weird. So this is a video by Lil Nas X. Don't know who that is. Sounds like a, a, a teenage rapper. It is, absolutely, yeah. with auto-tune all over the place. Love it. And he's had a song come out. I'd say loosely call it a song. I don't mean to be rude, mate, but it's it's auto-tune. It's you farting into auto-tune for, for three and a half minutes. Um, and this song is called... Um, bear with me. It's, it's something about Christ X. And it's got a, a load of people, a load of famous people, in what looks like Teletubby land, going up a staircase into... They're all wearing white, so it looks very cult-like. Well, it is cult-like. Going up into a kind of, like, a door. So this is the rapture, basically, from Teletubby land. But the people who's got in it... I mean, these are actors, obviously, not real people, but in a sense. But clearly one of them's Oprah. Clearly one of them's Ed Sheeran. Clearly one of them's uh, Mariah Carey, and clearly one of them's Barack Obama. And they're going, I mean, it's That's not it's, it's not even symbology, do you know what I mean? It's it's like, this is so over the top, this rapture nonsense. And, and anyone who's looked into the Kabbalah and everything like that will know that the rapture is just basically, stay there while we bomb the crap out of the world and clear it, and God will come get you. And then he doesn't arrive, and you think, oh, fucking hell. So it's like, basically they believe that they're... they're the whole thing about Christian Zionism is they're being tricked into bringing about their own demise, thinking that that's all oh, got to bring the end times on because then God will come and get us. How about you don't just kill a load of people, then you won't need to come get you anyway. <coughs> the logic exactly. is just, yeah, it's retarded, quite frankly. And um, so this, this is, yeah, this is the song. And um, this all fits in. These stuff's coming out. Obviously, his name X, so you've got the sex symbol. everywhere, man. 
it's a certain symbology that's what it means so if you look at um if you look at the sigil of saturn um and you separate the pieces so you've got two x's together um with the sides on so if you separate it that's i x x i which amounts of roman numerals to 911 it's all connected they always tell us they'll always tell us they'll always tell you if you know what you're looking for it's like the blue so they believe that blue light blue protects them so if you look at the top of epstein's villas on his epstein island all light blue and i found out last night doing some research that all of the villas on all of the roofs on top of the buildings owned by columbia university where the the cern particle accelerator was and all those tunnels under this island all light blue so it's basically saying if you're going to bomb here don't don't bomb the light blue ones so the, was that then the same in hawaii wasn't it with oprah's roof and all that shit they were all they all have blue roofs didn't they let's have a look I didn't know that. Yeah, Oprah. they did because they were talking about that went with the the directed energy weapon so in this... Maui with the fires and all the houses that miraculously didn't get hit that were all rich people um, yes. had blue roofs. That's it. So oh, it does. Yeah. So what? Yes, absolutely. I've just found it. So their their belief is that light blue protects them, the cabalists, these occultists, but it doesn't protect the goyim. It's actually bad for us. So um, that's their beliefs. So what they're doing with that kind of narrative is getting people to believe that light blue protects you. Therefore, in their thing called an egregore, it means if you believe something enough, it becomes true. Like the secret, which Oprah pushed ridiculously. It's if you believe in it, it becomes true, which is obviously nonsense. Um, but that's what they, they're kind of trying to get this churning around of putting out that light blue protects you, but actually believing it only really protects these Kabbalist Orthodox Jews. Um, chosen ones. The chosen ones. So that's what that whole light blue is about. But man, it's mental. It's everywhere. Once you can decode it, it's like everywhere. The cement truck that, that went to the Habad tunnels. Did you see that? The cement truck was like black and white swirls. It looks like where you, Alice, Alice fell down the the looking glass oh right yeah, yeah yeah, that sort of thing or the hypnotized from the from the cheshire cat it's that it's on a bloody cement truck that says gotham on it from batman yeah i think there is a gotham city in new york like genuinely isn't there um, i'm not entirely or sure a gotham actually. place in I new feel york. like i should know that yeah so um, that, that was my one i don't even know what i started off with what was the point in stuff <laughs> that these people are fucking mad and i, I think people struggle to get their head around <laughs> the fact that actually these people in so-called positions of power that have billions of pounds and are therefore seen as very successful mm. are just as bonkers as some of these end-of-world cults that live in their mum's basement still. That's like they exactly are just what they are. That's exactly what they are. I mean, Elon Musk was painted on Maria Farmer's um, painting called The Centaurs from 2020. He's above a two, like a, like a looks like a sort of like an Epstein-esque mosque type thing with a hand. And he's above there. He's on the picture. I mean, she's paint. They're painting these things for a reason, trying to tell us something. And um, they are a cult. People need, like as your dad has been saying, these are a messianic cult that have been around a very, very long time. And people need to. I mean, what is great is people are talking about this now. So the Israel going and doing what they're doing. That's the only thing that's come out of that that we can grasp onto is that now it's so we can talk about these things and people aren't going to go, oh my god, anti-Semite. That's done its course. 
So now yeah. it's opened the door, especially, and Epstein is the weakest link in this, um, that can really open what is actually going on here. And I think people will find that this is a cult that goes back a long, long time. Yeah. And, the th- and it's funny because, like, obviously they're trying to co-opt the, the alternative media into a mainstream alternative media, to which obviously Dad's been one of the leading ones, along with Amazing Polly, of calling that out. And so he got attacked in massively on Twitter by some guy and they're all going at him. And the, basically the, the, the logic is you're only legit as a researcher or as um, a, a force against evil if you're dead. Yes. So this guy who had like, I can't remember his name, but he had like 270,000 followers, so quite a big following, Yeah. was tweeting all these people that have been trying to expose stuff that are now dead. Um, a lot of them older than my dad, to be fair. But... Um, and then, but they kept him alive. And it's like, so one, you're choosing to attack him on the same week of his daughter's funeral, which yeah, is a bit fucking weird. It's disgusting, yeah. But at the same time, that's the logic, is it? That you can only be legit if you're dead. Well, we may as well give up then. Um, exactly. Then, and that, that's other, it. That, that's what the logic is. Well, that's the thing. And also then, okay, well, why aren't you dead then, mate? But then... They, but then they will big up Elon Musk and they will big up Donald Trump. All right, well, why are they not dead then? It makes, it makes no sense. sense. It's like this selective thing. Yeah. Oh, no, no, they're fine. And it's it's really, really piss poor research. Like, it doesn't yeah, say anything. There's nothing behind it. It's just saying stuff. There's nothing behind that at all. So this guy was called Ariel. Obviously, he's not his real name. Um, And he's called Pro- Proletar, which is Prolatera. I'm sure that's from 1984. He's actually not using his real picture, not using his real name. So I don't take anyone seriously who hasn't got the got the um, ability, well, the balls to use their own name and their own image. Use your own name. If you're going to say something in the world, say it from yourself. If you're going to hide behind a false account and a false name, I've got no respect for you. In this, I'm not like being rude, but I like if you're just doing it and you're person on, on the internet, that's uh, no problem with that. It's none of my business. But if you're going to accuse people and you're going to try and put information out and you want to be taken seriously like that, you use your own fucking name and use your own image. Because other than that, that's trolling. And that's the... You haven't got the... If you're confident enough in what you're saying, why are you hiding? Why are you hiding? Yeah, and it's the same old stuff as well. Oh, Freemason. Yeah, we're all Freemasons, yeah. Okay, yeah, now. all right. Well, no one hasn't told me. Um, I mean, I don't even know half of these people are. Uh, yeah, a guy, the guy's a lunatic, and obviously he's not putting anything out there that that people haven't said for years. It's not research. It's nothing. It's nope. just just nonsense, as you say. Are you going to do that on the the week that that your sister has just passed and and his daughter's just passed? That's the type of people you're dealing with. Yeah, these that's are, why they're doing it. They've done it on purpose. They're yeah. trying to attack someone while while he's down. That's that's the the point of it. It's fucking mad well, to he's me. He's not alone anymore, is he? Because maybe twenty years ago he was alone, but he's got us lot. Oh, you know, yeah, we're here. He's not. None of you are alone anymore. And you've got also, I emailed your dad and said, "There's millions of people over the world that have been the world has been changed because of your dad's work." I'm not saying that in a cult like messianic way, obviously, but that's the truth. And and Alex Jones when he was doing good work and. Jordan Maxwell, and all of these people that go back, uh, more than Bill Cooper, these guys did. I mean, I'd say like Richie Allen's done a massive amount. We've done bits here, more in like the present day. We've this done is, bits. We've done bits. Well, we've done. You know, you I'll know. take it, mate. I'll take yeah. bits. Yeah, well, but we have because we're keeping it going. But your dad does dad's work, and those who were around at the same time, millions of people. This world would probably be in a far worse place now if it wasn't for people like that. Of 
as I say, built the um, built the trenches for people like us to stand in the Whitley webs of the world. So, fuck them. Fuck them. That's it. It's the famous Gandhi quote, isn't it? Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Right, moving on slightly more light-hearted. People around the world might um, recognise um, <clears throat> Jeremy Vine as someone who is he's a TV presenter in the UK, very much pushed the jab, pushed um, mask mandates, and just pushed everything, establishment, basically. And um, he was the one that was quoted as saying, "Is it? are we going to get to a point where we just need to hold people down and force them to have the jab, right? So beautiful sort of fascist. Always comes from the guys that are, are about eighty-five pounds and couldn't sit on a oh on a, mate, on a, he is a yeah, notepad he, and keep it on the floor. If he jumps off a building to end it all, he'd, he'd literally go down like a fucking piece of paper, wouldn't he? Yeah. But he basically also just puts videos up of him riding around on his bike with his camera on his head, and basically riding like a dick, but blaming motorists <laughs> for everything, and then just putting videos of it online to try and shame that people. Like He's Israel. just like an asshole. He's an asshole. Joey Barton, on the other hand, right, is a former footballer, right, who played for England, played for Manchester <laughs> City, Marseille, Newcastle United. So, you know, he was, was, was top end. Um, he's got his own fucking demons and his own shit, and he's certainly not got the, the a clean, clean past in the fact that he, you know, once put a bloody um, cigar butt out on a player's fucking head and shit in a fight. He's like, he's, you know, he's got some cray-cray shit. So he's basically taken umbrage to the fact that there's so many female presenters now, commentators on men's football. And it is like there's a couple of them that are fucking great. And there's a couple of them that are token. They are literally there. And it's like if you were a man, given how bad you are at your analysis, you wouldn't have a gig. So it's tokenism. And I think that's wrong. And I think it I think it would be wrong the other way if you had men commentating on women's football. Like people say, well, it's the same sport. No, it's the same sport. It's a different game. Completely different game, yeah. men's football and women's right, football. Yeah, totally yeah. different game. Women's football is amazing and it's come on fucking leaps and bounds and it's actually really, really cool to watch, but it's not the same game as men's football. The knowledge that either would have of the other doesn't necessarily cross over particularly. So I get okay, his yeah, point yeah. to that. Yeah. He went a little bit more aggy than I'd have gone with it, <laughs> but still. Anyway, um, a lot of people, who, uh, including women, uh, agree with it, um, actually, that it's not as good, but... So he went on a bit of a tangent about that on Twitter. And, you know, you can ignore it, can't you? But Jeremy Vine couldn't, right? So Jeremy <laughs> Vine quote tweeted something and said, you know, has he got a brain injury? And it was one of them where you went, oh, Jeremy. <laughs> Do you not know who Jerry Barton is? Yeah. This is not going to end well for you. Because you might end up with one. Yeah. What they say is you hit the biggest one first in a scrap, but not when you're seven stone wet, Jeremy. Right. So this this was um, so ITV first of all went went back at Jerry Barton ITV being um, independent um, television um, in the UK um, because it was talking about a, a, a commentary on one of their games right so they do this statement about you know how disgusting it is that he's said you know X Y and Z against um, these two commentators. So he's then replied saying, is this the same ITV, ITV football that tried to co cover up Philip Schofield grooming and then bumming an underage boy? I'm asking for a friend. Right. And I went, oh, OK. Oh, he's he's, he's going now. in. Yeah, he's going in. <clears throat> At that point, Jeremy Vine got involved. Of course he did. So let me find the next one because I forwarded these on to people just going, what the fuck? So then this was it. And then Georgie Bingham goes in. Sorry, I'll come to Jeremy Vine. Georgie Bingham, who's another football um, sort of presenter, she gets involved, agreeing with ITV that he's a disgrace. 
Um, of course she, she would. Yeah, and she says in it that they should get the lawyers out, basically. Um, so then he goes, this is his reply to her, right? Get the lawyers out, give your head a wobble. These two have murdered more games, in terms of like their commentary, have murdered more games than Fred and Rose. Right, as in Fred and Rose West, the serial killers. Fucking hell. Um, I've got very deep pockets. Would love to be in court with ITV and Schofield. Maybe we can talk about Fred the Weatherman, another employee who took a liking to underage children. You condoning this, defending Schofield, says a lot about you. And the whole football, the whole whole of football knows your past. You've had more boxers down than Mike Tyson. I was like, jeez, Louise. Okay. Right, so let's... Um, oh, you laugh, you're obviously laughing at this point. Because I mean, I am, because it's like, fucking hell. So then, obviously, Jeremy Vine gets involved. Oh, at Jeremy Vine. So the picture is is um, Jeremy Vine and Rolf Harris. Um, <laughs> oh, at Jeremy Vine. Did you, Rolf Aru and Schofield, go out on a tandem bike ride, you big bike nonce? <laughs> And it, it got worse and it went on and it went on and it went on, but I won't keep reading them. But he's literally like, and I was just, I was a message, I think I messaged you a couple, like, his yeah. head's gone. His head's gone. And I'm here for it. But but the fact is that he's not lying. Like, in a sense, yes, he's, he's going overboard in terms of there's no evidence that they did anything, but the, the connections he's making are not, then you can't argue with the connections. Like, yeah. so what are they going to do? ITV going to go and sue him for something that they know is true and open up that can of worms? Because they're bloody not. They don't want to. Even, they don't want it mentioned. No, yes. ITV won't sue him. I wonder if Jeremy Vine. I think Jeremy Vine might. Well, he um, last five minutes for what? For saying that he was a nonce. But this is the thing. So I was looking at this and I was sort of laughing at the fucking craziness of what the, his head totally going. Because it's literally one after the other, and he's in Mold- he's in the Maldives at the time, like scuba diving, and then he gets on the boat, gets on his phone, fucking rips someone a new arsehole and jumps back in the water. It it's was a life for it. It was yeah. mad to watch. Um, but then part of me started thinking, well, actually, conspiracy theory hat on. What if you know this is being allowed to happen and allowed to escalate? Because he he could have quite easily been suspended after the first two or three things he said. To right. be honest, yeah, yeah, and it's like. But what they want is they want to introduce the online safety bill and 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 escalate it and and really put you know the the pressure on these um, on these social media platforms and stuff to delete more and more content. Yeah. And you're like, so what what is happening now is a very high profile footballer is having a public libelous potentially um, spat with a very high profile TV presenter and it's just going back and forth and it's escalating and people are are retweeting it and then people are commenting as well saying things that he could quite easily sue you for um and it's like maybe that's meant to be happening i i think in this case and i think this case would be a, be a the security guards weren't on the weren't were asleep that it would be the pearl harbor incident it would be the the uh the security wasn't on the back of jfk's car where it should be i think this is the case of allowing something to happen then using it as opposed to anyone really being involved in in like Joey Belt and being involved in it it doesn't really matter you can just this is the thing they can use anything they can just engineer it by allowing it to happen and maybe just p- pushing the the tweets because oh, when we put stuff out when I put stuff out it might get seen by a few hundred people they, and I know these people have got higher followers but they are allowing certain 
elements. Oh yeah, to yeah. Go. So in oh, a, yeah. in a way, I don't think anyone involved needs to be involved. It just it, they've got hold of the platform, so they can push this and pull that string whenever they want to, and it's not Musk. No, well, people's engagement is is in the floor, on the floor. Like people talk about Musk being some hero, which is all bullshit, and how X is a social like a, a free speech platform and all this sort of stuff. It's like fuck off. If I put up a tweet of something my daughter said or or something jokey or funny or about a TV series or whatever, I'll get like a fucking shitload of, of engagement mm. and views. And if I put up a tweet of something political, even if it's an absolute smoking gun, like, fuck, look at this. Yep. Fuck, fuck all. Absolutely. I get straight away, and it went for a phase of the Israel stuff, used to get straight away you would get a, a dating girl with her boobies out. Um, but now you get these uh, data crypt, uh, crypto... All oh, the crypto kind. stuff all the time. Every time I put anything out... This, I made this, loads of money on t- this. Sorry. First one, every time. And that's that's by design, so it's just blocking the way. It's just the coding of them going, this ain't going anywhere. So these are being allowed to happen. I completely agree with you, but it doesn't need anyone to be aware of it other than the, the, the algorithms itself and the way it's programmed. Yeah, just allow it to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's fascinating, though. And you've got to laugh because it's... <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, it was making me laugh. It was because of the absurdity of some of it. Like hashtag bike nonce trending just fucking killed me. <laughs> it's like bus wanker, isn't it? Um, so this one didn't surprise me. Um, this is the former president of a Northern British Columbian Pride organisation has no, has been arrested and charged with committing sex crimes against a char- child under 16 according to the BC prosecution services British Columbia obviously um the charges against Sean Gravels or Grovels um 39 including touching a person under 16 for sexual purposes sexual interference of a person under 16 possessions of child pornography and importing or distributing child porn um the BCPS spokesman Dan McLaughlin told CBS News in an email statement on Monday. The alleged offences all took place in or near Fort St John, British Columbia, about 100 kilometres northwest of Vancouver. So this guy is... um, Gravel serves as board president for the North Peace Pride Society. Since 2018, according to a now-deleted biography... Get rid of that! ...on the organisation organization's website, but the MPPS says it recently removed him from his role. Well, it would do, because he was a massive nonce. Former president... Yeah, it's... it's and he sees a picture with the pride... Um, what's it called? The pride uh, rainbow behind him, the whole Noah Hyde laws. I mean, this guy is representing these... Yeah, but these people find themselves in, in these positions of, of you know... Not authority, one word, but you know, in 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 these in these higher positions within these organisations, you see it all the time in schools, you know, where where people would be the you know the the president of such and such, and then you go back and it's like thirty years worth of fucking abuse. Yeah, like this this person, I mean, has he just decided he likes underage boys? I'm assuming it's a boy. Um, or or is or is there more to this? Has this gone on for twenty years? Yeah, well, it would have been then. That's it why they're allowed to, because they're controllable, obviously. So we've seen with Epstein. Well, yeah, exactly. And he could have been, you know, helping other people out. Yeah, helping them source. You know, it's this shit's everywhere, man. It really like, is. I don't think people realise how everywhere it is. It's fucked up. Yeah. And it, it's it's one of those things that is the most 
I think I'd rather just have someone kill me, if I'm honest, um, than, than, you know, abuse systematically. I think it's just beyond fucking getting my head around. But because it is so common, you know, I've got to nip out shopping later. I'll be in a shop with people that have been victims of this. Yeah. Because it's a law of averages. Well, I know two of yeah, no my, my relatives have. Um, male. And uh, it's everywhere. Absolutely everywhere as kids, and this is that's going back to the 1950s. So, oh guys, this, this is this is the underpinning thing that holds it all together, unfortunately. Yeah, as but well. I think, but it's the Achilles heel at the same time. Yeah, like we've spoke about this a bunch of times because it's the one thing that unites people. It doesn't matter what political belief you've got. It doesn't matter how much money you earn, whether you work on a building site or whether you you work in fucking metaphysics, whatever. And as long as you're not a fucking rungan you are against this. So actually it aligns people. It aligns big fucking Steve who can eat two breakfasts. Mm. It aligns him with, you know, the, 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 the professor. Yeah. And that, that is, is something that is important. I think in terms of getting people together in numbers, because that's what ends this is when people come together. Yeah. Um, but they keep us all divided on so many different things, but actually with, with their, their fetish for young children, that is their Achilles heel, I think. Yeah. And I think that's why the Epstein thing, like the trafficking of young girls is, I think it's not a distraction because it obviously happened to a certain degree, but it's certainly not the full story. It's absolutely not even the, no, the, the no. even a small percentage of what's going on there. And I think if you keep prodding away at that part, that's going to fall apart very quickly. They're desperate. So awful, awful news. But again, it just shows you it's systematic, systemic, not systematic. Systemic. It that doesn't, was, it that doesn't... was a song from the 1980s, wasn't it? The one, the one upside to all of this is the fact that we're all going to be dead soon anyway because disease x is going to come kill everyone isn't it oh x again is it it's x again disease x um is being promoted by the world health organization and the wef so two um perfectly lovely and not sinister organizations anyway um are promoting disease x as being 20 times more <laughs> deadly than covid um what's 20 times zero um 20 but they've already got they've already got a um a vaccine on the way it's being developed in a um in a military bio lab facility whereabouts so is that one situated not in not in any way i'm not entirely sure actually but here it'll be portman down almost certainly right um um it was on the bbc a couple of days ago i think where they were talking about it you know this disease x all right so where see for me one how do you know because in theory you only know when something's coming because it's already killing people. Well, that's it. You only know you've so broken where, your where leg is, if you've broke, you broke, done the broken bit before. You've got to be ill before the illness is seen. So where is it? Well, exactly. Where is it? It's the, it's the same as fucking monkeypox. Where is it? Unless you know it's coming because you've put it in there in the first place. Or it's just more fear porn. And it's, it's, it's pushing more people towards having another fucking jab. I mean, at this point, fuck me. I mean, I don't know about you, Rich, but you've seen the amount of masks now. There's they're loads, coming, mate. coming back, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's embarrassing. I went out to go to the dentist um, yesterday and um, sat in the waiting room. There was one woman whose glasses were steaming up, and, but, but she was reading a magazine. I was looking at her thinking, you can't read that. It's just fucking mad, <laughs> isn't it? And there was like another guy who had one on, and then there was another guy that didn't, an old boy, and me and him just like, you know, just sort of, caught eye contact at one point and it's just like what the fuck and what's so mental about it is that old fucking steamy windows and the other lad 
They'll they'll both be jabbed up to their bloody ball sacks, won't they? Yeah, of course they will. Yeah. So what's the point? What was the point in any of it? What was the point? Or was it just so you could get a donut in in, in, yeah. a, in a fucking pop up vaccine centre in a car park? Was that the only reason? But they won't know if you ask them. They won't know. They won't know. They'll be just totally just confused as to what the hell. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they won't know. Did they? Because they told me to. I'm. It's I was doing my bit. Yeah, doing my bit. You, you did nothing, mate. You're undoing your bit. You did That's nothing. What you're doing. What you did is you you wore that stupid Indonesian sweatshop rag on your face and you scared kids. Um, you looked like a twat. You made yourself undateable. Yeah. And you injected yourself with a load of fucking shite that you knew nothing about just so you could put a new profile picture on your Facebook that no one likes and cares about. That's what I look back at, like, ex-girlfriends, and I think all of them would have probably, maybe one who wouldn't, Been digging tunnels in New York. (laughs) One of them definitely was. Um, She's probably still there now. Um, Would have worn a mask. Would have worn a mask. Uh, Every one of them would have done. And I look at them, I just think, there's why did I keep picking mask tards? Like it, it's like I suppose they're more common than uncommon. So well, yeah, I think yeah. unfortunately most people had them on, didn't they? Yeah, you you, you were the you were the the freak in the, in the supermarket, and that's fine. I'm the freak in the supermarket anyway. Oh, but sexy. I, what I found funny was when I don't know if you found this, where people gravitated towards you. I would stand in the middle of aisles where there was arrows on the floor. People forget that, don't they? Oh, yeah. They, you've and then got they go wrong which way, way they to go. And they go, oh, oh I can't turn around and just reach a fucking meter there. I've got to go all the way around the supermarket again. Therefore, spreading more shit around. You can think about it. What you want with Oh, it's amazing. But you'd spot someone and you just end up just stood there in the, in the <laughs> aisle, just chatting away. Like, yeah, you know, blah, blah. And people walking past you. And obviously, all you can see is the fucking fear. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> He's near the Yorkshire pudding. So I want them. <laughs> Yeah. You can just reach past me, mate. Right, do you want me to pass them to you? No, don't touch them. No. Don't touch them. Uh, it's the ones with the face shields. The shields made me laugh more than the masks. Oh, mate. Doing oh. some welding. And it's like no mask underneath it. Face shield. It's like, like the Germans got up to the shield and gone, oh, yeah, okay, man. Like a fly on a window. Get in there. I'll get in there. And then the other ones are going, go around. Go up and under. Just go up and under something. Go up and under, like a finger up the bum. Uppercutted by a virus, bosh. <laughs> um, yeah, it was mad, and I, I want to listen to some of the early ones because I, I, I want to. I go back and listen to some early WhatsApps because we were covering this stuff then, and I, I, like it was, it would be interesting to read back. I but... did it. I did it about six months ago. Did you? When I started running again, yeah, I listened to probably five or six just while I was running, and the first one we did was around the era that you could catch it through your ears. <laughs> and I was just chuckling away while I was jogging. Oh, like, what, just what were they trying to sell to us, man? Oh, yeah. I've I've heard the illness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have. Lots well, of load of bollocks. The world has got... Oh, it's, it's just as mad. It's just a different flavour of mad now. So, Eurovision. Finnish artists want Israel barred from Eurovision over war crimes. Now, I looked at that and went, I'm sure... Israel isn't in Europe. No, but they compete in Eurovision, don't they? Do you remember Dana International? Him. That was the original, the original transgender it's pop star. Insane! Like, what's the point of calling it Eurovision? Then you might just call it Tunnel Vision. 
Well, they compete in, in the European Championships in football as well. Well, they don't How? never qualify. But How? They... Like, it says any part of the European Broadcasting Union. What the hell does that mean? Is allowed to participate. A lot of Middle Eastern countries are allowed to join as well. Libya has done so in the past. Even Australia participates. So what's the point in calling it the Eurovision? So it's just a song contest, if that. It's not well, really, it's not even it? that. It's, it's a big it's, sacrificial... It's basically... Graham Norton in 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 competition form. Yeah, basically, yeah, it's a big gay sang sung bang. Yeah, I think it's awful. Oh, it's awful. I haven't watched it for years, but awful. Why are Israel even involved? I looked at it. Just what is the point? It's what nothing means anything anymore, Gareth. No, it doesn't. No, the only Eurovision song I ever liked was "My Lovely Horse" <laughs> by Father Ted. Do you remember that episode? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I'd vote for that. But it's also one big political thing. So of course it is. Yeah, Britain never wins because everyone hates Britain. So you know, nil point. When did we last uh, win it? We won it with Katrina and the Waves, didn't we? Yeah. So what's that? Late nineties. Oh, it's earlier than that. Early nineties, I would say. Yeah. But then you, but then you have like, like, um, Slovakia and well, I was gonna say Czech Republic, but it's like Czechia, whatever it's bloody called now. Right. They'll give each other ten points. Because we used to be one country, and then we split up, so we give each other ten points. Yeah, and you'll have like, yeah, like I mean, I assume Russia's barred from it, but <laughs> countries that are that were historically at war, suddenly they just give each other ten points, no matter what, just a mic'd up a crab, <laughs> basically. Yeah, that. Yeah, this is my Eurovision song. Bum bum, ten points from Slovenia. Because it was amazing, yep. It's nothing to do. Just because, you know, it's it's all just virtue signalling nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, and it's also, like, it, at one point it just become very, 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 like, not holiday camp gay, but very, like, sadistic gay at one point. With, like, what was that rock, that, that the Austrian, the Austrian thrash metal with the beard band? was quite good. Oh, God, yeah. So it's another way of introducing this, like, agenda nonsense. Agenda, agenda nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, well, I did love the Dana International one though because I remember she was on. I'm saying she was on um, Euro Trash. Remember Euro Trash? Yeah, I liked it. It's the only way you can see boobies. Interview with Dana International, and Dana's lying in a bath. Obviously, you know, like legs across and holding, you know, whatever. And I remember saying to a mate, like, I was like, oh, you know, she is fucking gorgeous, isn't she? What do you reckon? And he was like, oh yeah. And I was like. You'd love to, wouldn't you? And I really was pushing and pushing and pushing to get him to say, like, yeah, I would absolutely love that. And yeah. I was like, that's a geezer. <laughs> yeah. Watch his face go. What about if he's went? I, I mean, it's a very pretty geezer. Exactly, yeah. But um, but it's a geezer nonetheless. And um, I do remember doing that and find it very funny. <laughs> All right, so you got any more? That's my last one, to be honest. I um, just only a little one, which is Creepy Joe being back again. So lots of videos have emerged of, of him in um, in recent days and weeks where he is just like full geriatric now, isn't he? He doesn't know where the fuck he is, as if he did anyway. But where he's sort of like getting led away places and confused, Len. Like there was loads of that going on. But then there's one where he goes up and he starts talking to this teenage girl. I, I think I retweeted it. And he's talking in her ear and she looks fucking terrified, right? <laughs> and she's just sort of moving away from him. And it's like... If this is happening in a bar or a nightclub, another bloke or a security guard or a barman or whatever is coming over and going, excuse me, mate, 
I, I, I think she'd rather you, you cleared off, son. Yeah. But because it's the president, I do you like, mate. Stick and so all the security there. just sort of stood yeah. around watching it, and she's like cowering further and further away. I don't even want to know what the fuck he's saying in her ear. I thought it, he was. Is it the one where he bends down? Because I thought he was trying to. Like, he was talking to her, but trying to read what was on the plaque in, behind it. Do you know? Like, do you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Crichton. Now? From Red Dwarf. Or from Red Dwarf. He just. Like there was one today, and he, they turned him. They literally turned him around, and aimed him at the people, so he could go. He doesn't that way. know what day it is, but you're meant to believe that he won more votes than any other president in history. The I problem mean, is, though, when Trump Trump comes back in next year, because I can't see it being anyone else, because obviously JFK has been outed now as a maniac Israeli first, um, and they're all controlled by Habad Lubavitch, but um, he's openly <laughs> now shot himself in the in the foot. So who else could it be? Like I, I, Newsom I, I, is I, not Newsom. Sorry, he's the other guy. DeSantis, Israel first Zionist, obviously. Yeah, so, they, they all are. That's how. That's why they're there. They, yeah. they wouldn't get. They wouldn't get the gig otherwise. You have to. You have to, If you want to control the game, you have to control both sides, don't you? But I did the Jason Burma's uh, show yesterday. He was talking very highly of you. Actually, it was annoying. Really. Um, and. We we were talking about that, and he asked that question: Who do you think is going to win? And I was like, Do you know what? One well, the the short answer is I don't know, because there's so many different fucking options there. Um, but I kind of lean more towards the fact that I don't, I'm not even sure the election will happen. What do you think will happen? Well, because if if you know if if the Iranians come in on the side of 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 the Houthi rebels and whatever, because they're poking Iran, and all it takes is one one trigger finger. Yeah. And everything is being moved into place. You know, I, I think Cameron being put in, another unelected person, yeah. being put in there is, was kind of a, a way of provide, of building a kind of a war cabinet, really, um, in the UK. And I think, I think you know, if, if World War Three does spark off, then they, they will suspend elections just like they have in Ukraine. They don't, they, they don't happen during war. So I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, every, if everything went George W. Bonkers and they at least delayed the election. I wouldn't shock me in the slightest. They're obviously pushing for it. People need to really don't go along with it. Don't go. It doesn't happen if you don't go. I ain't going. No. You ain't going. There'd be hundreds of thousands. And I think you can get away with that. Maybe end up on a positive note. You can get away with that sort of play 50 years ago, obviously during the first, the two major world wars. But now with the internet and the people's understanding of really what's going on, I don't think they can pull that off to the scale that they need to anymore. I think most people, like, you look through all COVID, there's enough people to go, fuck this, ain't doing that, to... Yeah, I hope so. I, I, I really do. I don't think that they've got... The world is not the same, and you can't use the same plays and the same tricks that you could use 100 years ago now. It ain't going to work. People are more awake and more aware in enough numbers... Obviously, not the majority, but in enough numbers to go, you're not going to have the ability to do that. And when they start seeing like things happening, they're going to go, fuck, we ain't doing this. So yeah. I, I just think they've completely overshot it. So maybe that's good, a good thing in the long run. But yeah, we need I to hope be... so, mate. Yep. If not, we just paint our roofs blue. Um. Well, I thought about that, but I'm I'm one of the peasants, aren't I? So it wouldn't matter even if I had. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't think we've got a colour. All oh, right, my I'm just going to start digging now. The rabbits have started digging in our back garden anyway, so I think we're probably. I might be the fact that the last six years we've had rabbits. They've been digging me a bunker under there. Um, Down the rabbit anyway. hole. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. It's been good to be back, back again, back once again with the Renegade Master. 
Um, um, yeah, where's what, the washing machine? What's that doing? Um, I've actually got the, hopefully a plumber coming around today because my upstairs toilet keeps just constantly streaming. So and all God of that's knows what a that's euphemism, isn't it? Yeah, it's doing my head in. It's just oh, God knows what that's costing me. Um, so he'll come and look at it and go, Ooh. you know, like mechanics do. That's going to cost you. Back, that is. Yeah, of course, of course, it's going to cost me. And it's Saturday. Um, <laughs> So anyway, wash your machine. Yeah, head over to supremecbd.uk. Use the code WTAF. Get 40 for 0% off of all the products, which are already some of the most, um, you know, cheap, to be honest. I didn't want to use the word cheap, but value for money um, on the market. There you go. So, guys, remember to do something. Do your own research and come to your own conclusions. That's right. That's the wrong show. Wrong show. What we can, uh, The world has gone mad, but you don't have to. That's the tag. That's the tagline. Right, guys. We'll see you in a week's time. Take care. Goodbye. Take it easy. See you later. Bye. 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 Yeah. <laughs> well done, mate. Hey,